Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Kiss a cup, we can't be lips, buggering up as the skin rips. Episode one, the new co-presenter is me, Phoebe, alongside Helena, and I'm so excited that I get to be a part of this. Hi, Helena. Hello. Thank you so much for doing this. It's been a uh, a wonderful week, and I'm very, very excited. Yeah. High five. High five, <laughs> Um It's good to have two women doing this. Yes, two, right. It uh, makes such a beautiful difference. It does, because I've uh, not had a female co-presenter for such a long time so this is wonderful i'm so happy that you put me yes um and everyone has to meet phoebe's dog nico at some <laughs> point but we will get there um so we've picked it's the same format as before 10 tracks and we will discuss them i guess and uh yeah so pleasure heads first one yes yeah, so i can't believe i just can't believe that this is a band that's new when I was listening to this earlier, I genuinely thought, "Is are we doing a new music podcast? Is this still what the plan is? Because they sound so polished, so ready to go. You just need to give them a boost and I think that they'll go massively international. Everything you could ask for, I think they'll get it. The, the nice thing for me is that they're not from Glasgow, they're from Falkirk. So you would expect, I think this stereotype that we put on bands now that you just automatically think that when they're that polished, they come from the capital cities. Yeah. Um, but that was actually released back on 20th of October via Pulling Teeth Records and it was recorded by Chris Marshall at Seven West Studios 
um, and produced by Johnny Madden. I'm guessing that they are dream team <laughs> indeed for the sound. But we were talking about just um, it reminds you of something, but you can't quite put your finger yeah, on I it. I can't. I don't know if it's a specific band that I'm trying to remember that they remind me of, but I just think that the opening sequence, particularly the guitars, are really familiar. And sometimes I use that word and it's a negative description, but actually I love the fact that it's familiar because you just instantly love it. And yeah. it just it's really comforting, actually, that you could just whap it on in the car, blast it really loud, and you'd have the time of your life driving along. So, yeah. And you know that that live is going to be the one that gets the mosh pit going. Oh, God, yeah. Everyone's heads are going to be blown off. Yeah. It's going to be brilliant. Fab. Um, so they are, there's a, a few kind of hype bands at the moment that are going around. There's The Dunce and Raskelton. Um, so, I mean, they kind of fit quite nicely into that new kind of uh, wave of bands coming through. Yeah. Um, I can see that they've supported Baby Strange as well. And yeah. I think that that would be a gig just to utterly blow your mind. Yeah. I'd love to see those two combined. That would be a really nice fit. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so we shall we will move on. This is uh, Maddie with weight. something that I just can't get enough of. Her voice is so smooth. It's beautiful. It's velvet and it's got a real depth to it that, you know, you hear some songs and, and something's almost missing and you're you're kind of listening as the as the various elements come in and then like a vocal comes in. It's just not quite right. It's not quite robust or deep enough. But her vocal can carry the song alone. Yeah. For sure. And um, there's a lady, I don't know if you know her, called Denai Moore. 
and her voice is really quite strong but yet she does it over acoustic and chilled out songs and that's beautiful but then I think that Maddie falls somewhere in between Denimer and Lapsley because Lapsley's got that chilled out vibe and she's just landing somewhere in the middle of two stunning sounds yeah so, yeah I just love it and I love the fact that the production sounds like you're kind of underwater it's like bubbling away in the background as she's singing and yeah it's just all combined I'm a huge fan good I'm glad uh, yeah well I'd obviously been introduced to her to her uh, through, through her last track Lost uh, which did really well um but that track was produced by Shaga Bond which um I, I think I'm I've, I've kind of heard of him but I've not really immersed myself in his stuff but I obviously will do now because the two of them both have a new EP coming out in the new year, um, which I think is going to be, um, like, they're both going to be really special. But it's the fact she's, I know a lot of people comment on people's age, but you can't help it. She's 19. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. You so, think of some of the other artists that are out at the moment that are 19. And don't get me wrong, they're doing really well, but their sound's not necessarily something anyone over the age of 19 would get involved with. Yeah. Whereas this is accessible for everyone. Yeah. And that's what makes it really amazing. But I'm really struggling to connect the fact that it was produced by someone called Shagabond when it's that lovely. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that I've pronounced it right. <laughs> How can it be pronounced any well, other I way? Don't know. I've got, I'm kind of renowned for not pronouncing things correctly. <laughs> it definitely looks like Shagabond okay. to me. So well done, Shagabond, for taking your name and making something much nicer. <laughs> um, it's... Um, the, the next artist is, is a real nice welcome back to um, the podcast because I've not kind of played him for um, quite some time. Bring you down, you for be strong, 
Macho Massa, you for wear your crown. You be king, I be, I mean, you for sing, I be. Listen to sound. We didn't tell you, say you know for sit the ground. So get up, stand up, and keep fighting on. We are upward bound, seeing the skies as lower ground. Above and beyond, this be the point of the song. Making no wedge until you are minutes away of being gone. Now that be long, long. We will rise on to the top, to the top. Yes, I wanna go, yes, I wanna go. Oh, 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 oh. We will rise on to the top, to the top. Yes, I wanna go, yes, I wanna go. from One Love the Kupalor and Kobe Onyame. I played Kobe Onyame's track when I did the first and only BBC Introducing in Scotland show a couple of months ago and that track is so different to this one and I love that. I love that he can be so diverse. I love how lazy this one is and I don't know if it's a flute or a clarinet but I love the little line that goes yeah. all through it and it's just so chilled out. Whereas Darling that I'd previously played is such a punch in the face. Yeah, It shows how versatile he is. I think he's got better though as I mean he, he's always had such a great reputation and he's won awards and you know he's been pegged as you know ones to watch and things but I think he's kind of really found his way now where he is as a musician and he's almost kind of gone into that I don't like comparing things too much but he's almost gone into a young father's territory where he's really explored his roots in his music and it comes through so beautifully and I think musicians become so much better when they really embrace where they come from so um that is fantastic um and that's taken from his latest album gold which is out he's live at the poetry club in glasgow on the 3rd of december so i would definitely recommend going to see him so i think i'm going to go good yeah i wanted just to kind of talk to you briefly about because a lot of the listeners won't know who who you are well some of them a lot of them will though as well because of your work with bbc and so on so how did you first get into to music into music wow that's a tricky one i know (laughs) that's a definite tricky one well because i lived in the middle of nowhere when i was growing up i lived in the scottish borders um, on the East Coast side, which isn't, you know, somewhere that people from Scotland usually explore. It's usually West Coast, but there is nothing to do. Tiny little village, literally nothing to do. There's about 500 people that live there. There's not a cinema. There's not shopping. There's not anything. So all you can really do is find your own amusement. And for me, that was downloading LimeWire and ripping all the tunes off the internet that I could possibly get. I hope this isn't going to come back to bite me in the bum now that I've just no. announced that to the world. No. So I would just listen to everything. And then when I was old enough to start going up to Edinburgh, Newcastle, my own, the only place that I would spend my money was HMV. And I would literally just play Lucky Dip in the shop. I would pick up a CD that I thought looked interesting or that I'd maybe heard my friends talk about. I'd take it home and play it. And, you know, some of them were garbage, but a lot of them were amazing. So I kind of started off with like rock and emo and I was such a little emo. I wore all black and enough makeup to make Marilyn Manson feel jealous. But I started to develop from all that intense rock stuff to 
dubstep and dub and reggae and then I went on to hip hop and then I became old enough to think that pop was a decent thing to listen to rather than just hating it on principle so just kind of opened my musical horizons in everything that I could get my hands on. And you do um, so much now so what's some of the other things that you do? Okay so I present three different radio shows, um, mostly based in dub and reggae, because that's my passion, and I'm a DJ alongside that as well. So I do a live stream every week with Mungo's Hi-Fi from their studio, which is just so good, and it's getting such a good reaction, and it's so good to support artists, not just from Scotland, but all from international, all over the world, because they come and play Walk and Skank every week, and, you know, getting to meet people from all over the world that are doing the music that I love is just amazing. Um, And then I did BBC Introducing early in the year, with BBC Scotland which was so great I really hope that the BBC picked this up as something constant because we need to keep pushing the oh, music totally. in Scotland um, and last year I did BBC introducing well BBC dance anthems with BBC Scotland which yeah. was great because that's not something I usually do and I got to just be like okay rave head on rave hat on let's go it was amazing <laughs> oh no you see you'd, you've done so much and it's a real kind of it's so nice to have you doing this as well because I know about your passion for new music, so... Thank you. Um, I'm no, so happy to be It here. is. It's so nice. Um, should we move on to our next track? Yes, let's do it. It's Me or Fall It With Give It To Me.
Should we go with Mia or Maya? Let's go with Maya Follett. Yeah, Maya. Uh, give it to me. Uh, LA-based artist and... She had. She's actually released an EP. Give it to me. Was the title track just there? Released third of November via Terrible Records, which is uh, a kind of a, a full of admiration for someone calling <laughs> their label Terrible Records. Um, and she actually she played with Mitski, which is do you know Mitski? Yeah. So it's such a bloody good pairing. Oh, that. Yeah. And um, she is just. You can feel the absolute depth of her soul on that song. The pain. So much. There's so much emotion in that. And I love how quickly she can tap into it as well. You know, you hear lots of other artists when they have a heartbreaking song and you'll maybe only hear the real rawness at the very end. I'm not saying it's not emotional, but you really hear it when yeah. they, you know, when they start to break, when they come into a close voice from that. From the minute she opens her mouth, that's it. It's just all pouring out. I would love to know what the backstory is to that because it is so raw and so deep. Yeah. Um, she's, that's the one, you know, um, Bloody Motherfucking Asshole by um, Martha Wainwright. Yes. So it's that, that you just use the song as is, as if it was almost like uh, an attack on on someone, yeah. um, and I think in the current climate that we're in 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 the world, then it's probably quite fitting yeah. as well. Um, so, Lost Map, are you a fan of of Lost Map's roster, Pictish Trails label? I can't say I'm too hot on all of them, so I'm not going to profess to know. (laughs) You are going to probably uh, kind of, I guess, get to know quite a lot of the stuff. I I think we've always been a big fan, and I'm I'm a really big fan of Johnny um, because he's A, one of the funniest people I've met in my life, but his, just the roster that they have and the way that they kind of just, the amount of time they dedicate to their artists is just really wonderful. And they kind of give them a, a real big breathing space and time to develop, which I really admire these days in um, labels instead of just taking them on for one thing yeah. and dropping them. And trying to make them push it out before they're ready. Exactly. Well. Um, so it's wonderful. Now, Monogonon uh, is John B. McKenna, and he has been away. He moved to Sweden and he's been away for for quite so he well he actually lives there now and um he has this is him coming back Ooh, exciting. so uh, this is black hole
I really like how much of a juxtaposition the whole thing is. Like every time you expect it to go somewhere, it just goes the complete opposite direction. And it really reminds me, even though it doesn't sound similar, of Mad World. And that's great. It makes my hair on my arms stand up. You, um, yeah, there was a really interesting conversation about that during um, while we were listening to the track and you'd said about that and the, um, the kind of just the, the mood where it takes you and stuff. And we were discussing about how um, we feel that it's, it's necessary that lesser known artists are given the opportunity to kind of soundtrack, I suppose, yeah. films and, and so on. Um, which is obviously a massive tangent, but um, yeah, it's good. And that that sounds like it could be lifted out of an eerie dark film. It could just slot straight in. It would be brilliant. John's got if if you follow him on um, social media, he's hilarious. He's on Twitter. really really <laughs> funny, but he's got a real dark side to him. He kind of reminds me at times of Aphex Twin the way he approaches stuff, which is really cool. Um, but that album, so his album Family released on Lost Map um, was back. Is that, so his first album Family was released in Lost Map in 2013. But um, so this is being released on 19th of November and it's called Kill Men's. Um, I, we're going to go for Kill Men's again, um, but he's releasing it on International Men's Day. And I have to read the quote because this is uh, just typical John. It's brilliant i'm looking to admit to then destroy basic masculinity so more people can form better complex and nuanced social identities basically i just want to troll some men's rights activists <laughs> so, it's so literate yeah. at the beginning and then at the end it's just like a great big fuck, fuck you, you. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant um but yeah so you know i i we're, we've supported Lost Map quite a lot, but um, there's the roster is unreal and um, it's obviously been home to Tough Love and um, I don't, Kid Canaveral and, and so many bands. So, yeah, thumbs up. Exciting. Yeah. Now we're going to have tennis with Diamond Rings.
who have, uh, an, well, they've released an EP back on the 10th of November, We Can Die Happy via Mutually Detrimental. And you said an interesting, you made an interesting assessment when you first listened to the record. You said you didn't actually read the notes. Yeah, before. so I hadn't read any of your notes and I was listening to the record and I thought, oh, I think they sound really well connected musically. And I can, I was almost visualising them playing live on stage and looking each other right in the eye when they were playing. And then I read your notes and I read that they're husband and wife. Yeah. So I think that you can really hear it come across in the record. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful that musicianship but I love the production on that record I just think that it's seamless and um well they've they've done a lot they've supported the likes of Spoon the Shins Father John Misty they're you know they're an established band but they are embarking on a huge North American tour as of uh this week and it is going to be uh exhausting for them but um you know, I I know that they've got a big audience and um, they're one of these. Have you noticed now, there's few bands that break through now. They're all kind of of the one level. Yeah. Um, like, And it's more so now than it ever was before. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I just wonder, it's how can you even get the percentage of people is must be like, zero point something oh, now absolutely how do you even break through to the ultimate top Mario yeah. Kart level it's yeah. just impossible it's like it's really but I also think about I don't know if this is too much of a tangent but why is it because people are more conscious now of the fact that they want to create music that makes them happy rather than it's going to make them money and you know line the producers pockets are they just trying to hold themselves back so they're not being forced into doing stuff they want to do or is it that is that too not optimistic of you on it, and is it just that? I think I think that's a good point. I I think also that it's, there's so much music because of the internet. It's yeah. it's you this so, so, it's so much harder to filter things now. Whereas before you you had a radio or you um you only kind of listened to certain amount of things. It's like TV channels. It's hundreds of them now. Yeah. So it's it's trying to kind of I guess. The, the good thing I like about filters, though, that you still go, rely on your favourite podcast or your radio show, wherever your DJ, is that you can trust that person. It's you the, know, faith, yeah. the faith in the taste maker. Yeah. You need somebody to go, this is great. Yeah. And then you go, oh, yeah, it's great. Whereas you don't often trust your own instincts yeah. of what sounds good. Yeah. yeah. And there's... There's not really many... I mean, Radio 6, I have got a massive love for because they obviously play everything. And, you know, we've got people like Vic and, and so on. But it's... Um, mainstream is just fucking bollocks. <laughs> There's no it's other way so around bad. it, is there? It's, it's, so... just, it's just the lyrical content. Even if you take away the nonsense production and everything, the lyrical content is just like, how is this? How are you getting paid millions of pounds every day for pish? Utter pish. Sounds like you've just pissed in a cup and thrown it on the radio. It's horrendous. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's nice to play nice music. Thanks, yes. Alina, for inviting me to podcast. <laughs> Even nicer music now. Such, such a beautiful segue. Um, <laughs> current affairs, and uh, this is uh, reading feelings.
down and I know that you will really like this analysis but I think it sounds like a missing track from the soundtrack of Black Mirror's San Junipero. I think that that's a really good one. I think it could just slot straight in there and nobody would have batted an eyelid. I think it's just so perfect for the rest of the soundtrack linked in with it and yeah it just gives me that total happy 80s dance about yeah. vibe. No that's a really good observation. Um, I love that episode. I, I think everyone does just because of it, every other one is so depressing. Oh god yeah. Um, but the uh, Belinda Carlisle I was just I never listened to it in the same way now when I, I listen to that song. I even thinking about that episode makes me feel emotional. Oh. And you know, the fact that you put it in the middle of the season I was like, thank God because yeah. you needed something to uplift you after all that misery. It's a beautiful, beautiful episode, but yeah, I think that song could go perfectly in it. It's amazing. The 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 thing with current affairs, I I have kind of heard of them before, but someone had said to me that they'd seen them um one or either last week or the week before and they said that the the tightness of the band was unbelievable there was just a notable step up and that the and this person is really kind of quite uh pessimistic yeah, about cynical music about, yeah. yeah totally and um they were genuinely excited about them and i just thought okay these, this they must be really good if then. they've impressed you then. um yeah and um so i this that was released um about five months ago or something but they have got members from bands like shopping anxiety um and and even play with rose mcdowell who's strawberry switch played but they are definitely the next time that they're alive i am i'm there i'm going to see them absolutely someone that has been uh he's got a really interesting approach to music is sega bodega um this is his uh, taken from a, a new nine track project and it's called Requiem and it features Shy Girl. <laughs> Shy Girl and for me I just 
can't get enough of how unfussed she sounds on the microphone. It's such a contrast to some of the other tracks that we've played tonight when it's just been giving everything you've got, whereas she sounds utterly bored to be there. And that's brilliant. Yeah. It's not what you expect. And also, the fact that it's only just over two minutes, it's a punch in the face. It's over so quickly. And just as you think it's going to build and really hit you with something else, it just stops. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, hit repeat now, go. It makes it makes a um, a lot of sense as to the reasons behind why he's done those tracks as well. Um, inspired by Ghost in the Shell, Alien, Requiem for a Dream, which is one of the most fucked up films you're ever going to see in your life. Um, but it's uh, it's a free download and it's from Bandcamp and it's it's SS two thousand and seventeen. Just came out this week and um, it's. There's a really, really good interview in ID. Um, he goes into why, the, you know, the story behind each of the tracks. And it's a really um, kind of interesting read. Um, but I've just always had a real love for Sega Bodega. I first discovered him through SoundCloud. We were talking about this is how we find music. Yeah. Because I think a lot, there's this um, kind of people automatically assume that you we get sent the music and we play everything and that is not the case i actually worked out the percentage of i'm going to be really honest here on a podcast the percentage of approvals out of everything that i listen to and it's 1.4 percent yeah i'm not that doesn't shock me in the slightest yeah and you were saying that you so you discover you go on soundcloud and yeah for sure for soundcloud's the one for me like i just find everything that i could ever want on there and you know people say that they get lost in a youtube poll watching silly dog videos i'm like that with music on soundcloud you yeah. click on two different things and suddenly you wake up six hours later having reposted a hundred things so yeah that's i just love it and when soundcloud said they were going to go bust i was very much in the depths of a proper yeah. panic so i'm very pleased that they're sticking around it's it's obviously quite a it's such a, a moral dilemma i guess because of royalties and prs and so on but i guess just the evolution of music is crazy and we were talking about spotify as well and i'd never used the um the radio uh feature before until kind of really got into it this year and it was the band vessels so i love them listened to their station and I got into another band called Chiasmos and it's like a kind of trancey dance kind of um, music and then through them it's like you say it's that rabbit hole but I discovered so many new artists this year because of that um, it's a beautiful option to have there. Yeah. you know sometimes you do love going and getting clicking on things and doing it your own way but actually if someone just shoves something in front of your face then it's great and particularly if you're like us and you're actually very cynical of music that other people play to you particularly if they start the sentence with listen to this you'll love it you know if, if this is just being played and you've not really got a choice and you don't know what to expect yeah. then it really you really pay attention to it yeah. whereas you know i'm i'm such a knob if people are like oh listen to this i automatically go mm, well yeah <laughs> well i'm the same and i just like to discover or you know fall in some love with something in my own time yeah it's 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 that thing with the word hype and people say oh, but you've missed the boat with that one. And I was like, well, no, I haven't. I haven't. If I'm still going to invest that time in that artist. And there was, um, we actually, I've, when was the last time that you went into a record shop and you heard a song and then you bought the album based on the song that you heard? No, I can't say that I've done that in a record shop, but any time that I hear something that I enjoy at a club night, yeah. and I will film it on my phone, ah. take it up to the DJ and be like, please tell me what this is. And usually once I've heard that song yeah. whoever the artist is i'll end up buying the whole collection from them so yeah that's my that's my version of it well no i i we um we were in monorail and um a band called pia frouse came on oh my god and it's very rare that me and my other half like the same thing it's uh in terms of, of us discovering new music and we literally bought the record on the same day based on that and it's just stuff, I miss stuff like that. But at the same time, I do love discovering, like you say, you've not got an option, you've got to listen to yeah. it. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, we're coming on to our last track already. That's gone super quick, hasn't it? I know, but 
we'll be back soon. Um, so J.R. Green, this is the first time you've come across J.R. Green? Yeah, I've never heard of them before. So J.R. Green, two brothers from, is it Ardner Merkin? Oh yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I'm not the queen of pronunciation, but I'm going to go with Ardner yeah. Um And it's apparently it's a Scottish village a few miles from the most westerly point on mainland Britain. Which is quite concise, really. Yeah, and sounds um, really remote. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so they had, they'd actually released a record called Bring the Witch Doctor, and it came out through Hits, uh, the Fan Records. And um, this is from, uh, well, this is the latest track, Tiger Lily, from their new EP, Flora. And uh, yeah, I really, I didn't know what to expect when I heard it because I read your notes that it was so Scottish. And then I must say, I felt a little bit disappointed when it started that it wasn't the kind of thigh slapping, foot stomping, <laughs> Scottish thing I expected. But then in the middle and towards the end, it gets sufficiently Visit Scotland advert, which makes me really happy. So, yeah, it's good. There's a real, it's such, they're such an interesting, um, like, band. They just have, you, you know they're Scottish, but... They've got these really kind of dark undertones. Yeah, and even in his vocal tone, it's not what you think it's yeah. going to be. Every time you hear a tiny hint of, you know, what you would expect a Scottish accent to be like, it, it wards away from that and yeah. then it all goes kind of creepy a wee bit. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, well, we're going to be finishing with J.R. Green. Uh, but yeah, that's that's us back, Phoebe and I. Yay. And um we will be bi-monthly to start off with, but you never know. We might be back every week. And um, if you want to send music, then it's uh, music at podcart.co. And we will speak to you in a couple of weeks. I'm so excited. Thanks so much, Alina. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. Bye. Tiger Lily, really near the shackles of virginity. Only tightly, Tiger Lily, I'm muted, is be gentle with me, please. Be gentle with me. If I killed your boyfriend in his sleep, would that change the way you think of me? The first kiss, I'm real. Just slowly at first, please.